Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday, 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com. Hi, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert here at the Hayes FM. The Condo Expert is sponsored by Bayshore Health and Wellbeing. We've been talking a lot about how, you know, today isn't really a discussion about problems. Not to, well, to some degree, there's a little bit on there, but, you know, problems as far as any particular unit. And we're not talking about any particular services that are out there and available for condo owners. I actually came into the studio today and I was debating on which way to go. I, um, you know, there's just so many different things to talk about when it comes to condominiums. And, you know, interesting enough, I don't want it coming across as if it's one problem after another. And as I said earlier, is, is that, you know, people say that, you know, condominiums could be the worst investment. You know, when people decide to purchase real estate, today is really an important time because, you know, many of the builders aren't even building rental buildings anymore. And we do have a shortage of affordable housing. So, you know, we do have, of course, as well, st- more stringent mortgage rules and regulations. There's no question about that. But interest rates are still staying low. And our economy is still moving. And the interesting part about it is, is that if you don't have some degree of home ownership somewhere, you know, that you could actually start building your values. And how you build your values can definitely be on the fact that your interest rates are so incredibly low. And that makes a huge difference. So we can't overlook that. We, we definitely can't. You see, I was selling properties when interest rates were as much as, you know, 12%, 15%, even 18 20 and 21%. But, you know, when the consumer today can easily go out and obtain a mortgage, and the mortgage is only 25 3%, 3.5%, almost one half of their monthly payment is actually going towards the principle of bringing down their mortgage. So you can take a look at that and you can think, okay, fine, you know, this is a, an interesting way to, to look at it. So granted, your maintenance fees are up, your mortgage is half of your mortgage. So if your mortgage is $1,000 a month or even 1200 a month, your mortgage, 600 of it is going towards your principal. So you actually are gaining value in that sense. You're gaining it that's embedded in the mortgage itself. As the mortgage reduces, the monies that are in there is part of your equity. And that's one of the reasons why you don't want your prices to go down. So as long as your prices, say for instance, if the value of your condominium unit, say it doesn't even increase one penny over a year, which of course I would hate to see because everybody wants to earn money on their investments. So basically what I want to get across is is that every month when you make your mortgage payment, 50, uh, roughly about 50% of it will pay down the actual total amount of your mortgage. And that's where your equity. So if it is coming down $600 a month times 12 months a year, it's $7,200 has just dropped your mortgage value over that year. So that's money in your pocket in the event that your condo unit stays the same price. Okay, at the same value. Now, if it doesn't stay at the same value and it takes a dip, then yes, now you're encroaching upon that monies that you believe that you're going to be 
accumulating because of home ownership. If your value of your property goes up, then that's just added on to your $7,200 after a first year. But if the values go down is where the problem is. And why would values go down? Well, values will go down in the event that something's gone on in the building. Say, for instance, all of a sudden there's a lawsuit. Maybe there's a, a special assessment Maybe there's a lack of monies in your reserve fund. There's things that could potentially happen within your building that could possibly drive down the value of the units in the building. And that's where everybody loses out. It's not about the the unit owner in 410 who's having a problem with the board and, you know, they've had an ongoing fight for the last year. It's not about that. That's one person who stepped forward and is speaking up over it because they're not happy with it. But what about the other 300 people that aren't saying anything and just sitting back and letting all of this happen? You see, the problem is, or what if people just can't afford it? They just can't afford their units anymore. The people that are going to get tagged with that huge monthly payment now, how are they going to be able to afford it? Well, if all of a sudden that building has a whole slew of properties that go power of sale, and, you know, these properties need to be liquidated, they need to be sold, then potentially, yes, the value then could go down. The medium value in the building could potentially reduce. So, you know, there are governing factors that influence value and influencing value of not just your unit, but the value of all the units within the building. Because you have to remember that if a value takes a drop, it doesn't drop in a studio apartment or a one bedroom or a two bedroom. It drops in the entire building because the black and white figures that are coming out on the uh, uh, real estate boards and even through the banking systems, those are the registered sales of the various units within that condo corporation. So if I was going to do a comparative market analysis, which we call a CMA, I would have to look at the sales going back, say, you know, three months in the building. And I would look at a comparable sale. And then if I couldn't get the answer there, then I'd have to go back six months. If I still am foggy as far as where the values are, definitely I'd have to find out whether or not there's anything that's attached to the building right now, if there's anything that's of concern within that building. And that would all be stipulated on the status certificate. So, you know... It's not a problem. You know, people can purchase things at lower values because maybe there was a power sale or whatever the problem may be. The bottom line is, is that, you know, there are determining factors in condominiums which will influence the value of the actual condominium. And, you know, and this is the reason why condo owners and or condo buyers should step forward and pay attention to what's going on in the Condominium Act because it is the only way that governance now could happen province-wide that could actually create a positive effect on condominium values. That's something that nobody has even touched yet. Like if I think about all the numerous articles that I've seen in the newspaper, I mean, they've touched everything. They've touched broken, you know, falling glass. They've touched different problems that people may have. They've touched meth labs that they found out in Scarborough. You know, there's been all sorts of different articles that have come to the forefront. But right now, what hasn't come to the forefront is the particulars 
about how the condominium act actually influences values of condominium buildings because it does. And if you think about it, every single act that we have out there, any provincial act has to make an influence on whatever it is that they're relating to, whether it's our health and safety act that makes a difference. Of course it does. Does it affect the budgets within the health and safety? Uh, you know, and that would bring in all the different variables that would be identified, embraced within that act. Of course it does. It is what it is. It goes all the way down to the traffic act and everywhere else. You have a traffic act. We have a court system. We have a certain amount of money that's designated for the court system. We have a certain amount of monies that's designated to the police, to, to the police force. So if you take a look at it, Everything is influenced. So why wouldn't the Condominium Act influence values on condominiums? It has to. And that's the reason why right now it's extremely important that this whole review of the Condo Act has to be done properly and it has to be done in favor of condominium owners to maintain and sustain long-term economic viability in their communities. And that's exactly what the Condo Owners Association stands for. I would love to draw your attention again. Please, www.coaontario.com. After this show, take a moment, get on your PC and Twitter us. Twitter us, Facebook us. I would love to hear you. You can also email Linda. Pinizzato, P-I-N-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O at COA, C-O-A, Ontario.com. You would be absolutely amazed at the results if we could all just join together because honestly, it's hard work. It's not easy. I think with numbers, it just makes things that much easier. I'm thinking down the, down the road and I can say that if you have some problems, or maybe you don't have a problem, something good. If you've got something that's absolutely fantastic, and it's happening in your building right now, and you are just really impressed, and you love what's going on, and you just think that this would be so incredibly beneficial for a whole bunch of other people, let us know about it. Like, seriously. You know, it's not always about the bad. It's just that the bad is at the forefront right now because the review is on the table. And in order for you to get better results and to make more positive changes, the first thing that you want to get rid of, of course, is the problems. And that's part of the bad side of the picture is trying to remove the problems and create a better system. You know, I find that uh, a lot of times uh, when we're getting emails, we're also getting emails just from people that have seen different articles or news information that they feel that uh, would be important for us to know about. And today I'm actually dedicating this show to the Condo Owners Association, so that's why I keep referring to us. I am the founder and the president chair of the Condo Owners Association, so this show was dedicated to them so that we could provide more information, not as a third-party host of uh, the condo expert, but more as being right in the hot seat, in the moment of this review, as a stakeholder, 
and we can identify exactly what's been going on since it was announced in June of 2012. Also, I want to make notice that if we can hear from the condo owners and or buyers, COA Ontario is moving forward to have a huge gathering. We're just putting it together right now. Unfortunately, we don't have the date yet, but it is a condo owner, condo buyer event. We will include residents in there as well because you are enjoying condominium living. So uh, we're looking at potentially, of course, early fall, but I will keep you informed. It's just around the corner. We do need volunteers. We need a substantial amount of volunteers. So please email us if you're interested in helping out. Also, if you are in the arts and you have a certain talent to provide, say, for the entertaining side of this venue, we would love to hear from you as well. We'd like to embrace community support, so we'd love to hear from you. Please email me, Linda Pinizzato, P-I-N-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O at coaontario.com. It was great chatting today. I hope this was very helpful. Please enjoy the lovely weather we've been having. You've been listening to Linda Pinizzato here at the Condo Expert on the Hayes FM, sponsored by Bayshore Health and Wellbeing.